Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Cinema Red Pill. <laughs> I'm Sharon, your host, and, and today I'm doing a classic movie. Uh, on the podcast, if you've been listening before, we usually do three types of movies. Current movies and uh, classic movies plus Ugandan local movies. But today I'm doing a classic movie with a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, good luck telling the difference between all those books. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, for the record, this is someone totally different. It's not Shasha playing herself over and over. <laughs> I know someone can think exactly. I'm just going the other side. But yeah, this is my sister. Joanna, um, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, <laughs> hi, this is Joanna, and today I'm going to be talking about Snatch. Yes, yes, one of my favorite it's movies of all time. Yes. yes. <laughs> Has a diamond the size of a fist. 86 carats. You know something that I've done? Jeez, it's flawless. Where? London. London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, Mary Poppins, London. What do I know about diamonds? I'm a boxing promoter. I've got a bare knuckle fight, so I want to use the pie king. Especially your bachelor. Concentrate. Ah. Uh, what? You're going to have to repeat that. Especially your bachelor. Concentrate. You what? What is a gun doing in your trousers? Protection. Protection from what? The Germans. <laughs> yeah, and it's from 2000. That's old enough. It's over a decade ago. Oh, yeah. So you've watched it enough times over and over to deem it a classic of yours. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah, so I was actually surprised when you told me that this was one of your favorite movies. Why? Seriously? No, I even can't wait to see why this <laughs> of all of them stands out for you. Same. Because we like very many movies to together. Yes. First way, you're not a fan. No, I'm a fan, but not that big a fan to call it one of my favorites of all time. Really? That's the difference. <laughs> anyway, okay, anyway um, let me talk about yeah, it. Yeah, talk first. about it and explain why this is your because favorite. Because one thing I know for sure, uh-huh. one of the best directors, director, sorry, should I say. Okay. Though he's not the traditional type of director. He's not like... Let's say his name. This is Guy Ritchie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Guy Ritchie. It came in 2000. It had a great cast. It had Brad Pitt. Not the usual... I don't like the cutesy Brad Pitt. I like the Brad Pitt in that raw, weird, can I say awkward Mm. act, like performance kind of thing. We have Jason Statham. Yes, when he's now being cool. Like I don't like him, for example, in... Fast and Furious. Now I don't like his role in Fast and uh-huh. Furious. Yes. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even. I'm not a big fan of Jason Statham. But actually. in this movie, in this I movie, love. he's really good. I even liked him in the current movie. Like I love the humor. Mm. There is this dude called Bene, Benicio, Benicio del Toro. Toro. Yeah. Yes. That guy has the most evil look I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Stare. His stare can keep, like you. You just think knives are. <laughs> like running at you when he looks at you. Stare. Yeah, but there's one no, like weird thing I noticed. Like he has a very forward hairline. Like the hairline really? starts from like I've, mid his I've, forehead. I've never noticed. You that look at, at him again. Like that thing amused me. Mm-hmm. But love, 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 love him. Mm-hmm. Then, because they're notable characters, but this is the last notable one because those were like the people who stood out to me. Yeah. This other person, he's called Stephen Graham. 
was Stephen Graham doing? He was the sidekick of Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, he's... The other thing he's acted in that I know you have to remember mm-hmm. was Boardwalk Empire. He played oh. he played a Al Capone. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. And he actually looked familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I was just looking at him and I was like, I know this dude. And I was like, wow. So that's anyway. So, but now, the yeah, plot of Snatch, so basically, there are two storylines that end up linking with each other. Mm-hmm. Because we have guys from London mm-hmm. and guys from and one guy one guy from the US mm. who are interested in this really good diamond it's an 86 carat diamond mm. that's in um, what's this place called it's called Antwerp yeah in Belgium Antwerp. yes yeah. I guess, actually didn't know this but it's like a diamond capital mm-hmm. it's the place where all the like the big rough diamonds go through it's a town like 80% of the diamonds pass through Antwerp Okay. So they get this diamond from that, and then we have the Russians, we have the London guys, we have the American, and everyone is chasing the diamond. So there's this back and forth, back and forth. Everyone is a badass guy in his own right. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of here and there. And then there is this boxing promoter yeah. who is Jason Statham's character. He's called Takish. Mm-hmm. And Takish is dealing with this. Like the meanest bad guy I've ever seen. Asshole. The dorkiest oh. but mean bad yeah. guy. <laughs> super, super The asshole. dude with the big glasses mm. and the piggery. I'll talk about oh. the piggery later. Yeah, that thing too. traumatized me for life. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he's dealing with this guy and he's getting fighters for him. But he's fearing for his life because it keeps backfiring on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let first tell me why, in general speak, not mm. in particular to some, just why it got you that much that okay. it would become one of because, your favorites. first of all, the directing was a type of directing I'd never seen before. Okay. Never seen before. And meanwhile, there's this movie they say is a complete replica that he had done stock, before his yeah. yes that lock stock and two smoking yes mm-hmm. and someone told me this is just a watered down version of it because the other one is very extremely british like <laughs> you think this is hard to understand <laughs> yes. that is extreme extreme mm-hmm. but i will before i watch that lock stock and uh, two smoking yeah huh this is going to be my favorite for now. Though I have a feeling, I have a it feeling I will like that same. it. Will probably, it will yeah. be like that first cut thing. Like yeah, I you know, so like that thing which you love the first time you see it, and then you, the rest you like. But yeah, that direction was totally different. But one thing I will criticize him on, obviously, mm. is that he tries to have a moment in every scene. Yes. He tried, and when you overdo it, it becomes less surprising. It becomes mm-hmm. a bit, you get. It becomes a bit much. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, oh, again, there's going to be something cool. Okay, <laughs> like, if you have these, like, two, three memorable moments, uh, people will remember forever. Okay, but Jonah, you can't say this about one of your favorite. <laughs> no, but me, I have to be fair, you mm-hmm. see. The thing is, nothing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Nothing is perfect. Mm. Everything has something a little. You like they could have done. They could have different, done and it could have been yeah, better. Like this, yeah, yes, yeah. you get. I see yeah. That. Though I love his style, and I hope it catches. Although it, I think it's catching on in some areas, but no one has been done it as good at as Guy Ritchie before. I know. Yeah. 
Something you haven't talked about is the characters he had, like Frankie Four Fingers. Oh wait, yes, <laughs> the names were interesting. <laughs> so there's Bullet Tooth Tony. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. The dialogue we have to say is really good. It was really good. The way people play off each other. In it was scenes, so specifically cool. Jason Statham's irritating boy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, like to specifically talk about Brad Pitt mm-hmm. because his character was an interesting character. Very. Mikey, Mikey, who yes, was a yes. Pikey. The Pikeys, and yeah. Pikey is a language which you can't understand. <laughs> but then I got surprised. So yes. I was checking online, and then they're like, they put him on a list of people who did the worst Irish accent in a movie. Like they're talking about people who try to do accents. But then I was, and then the criticism was, oh, you couldn't understand. And then I was like, but that he was, was meant not point. to be understood. You yes. get because yes. these Pikeys, they were gypsies. They were mm-hmm. weird out. And and then he's all, it's for Mima. <laughs> like what? Mima. <laughs> the guy again. His ma. <laughs> Another favorite part of mine yeah. was the dogs part. She's like, dog. You like dogs? You like dog? Dog. Actually, they're saying it well. Like, oh, dogs. dogs. <laughs> we like dogs. <laughs> <I know. laughs> now there is a problem with pikes or gypsies. What are you doing, Potter? Get out the way back. Can't really understand much of what is being said. You tell me. Come back to Canada. He's thrown ill. Fuck, man. Can't be making. It's not Irish. It's not English. How are you? Fair, the weather's been kind of with the horses, you know. It's just, well, it's just pikey. Fuck me. Just look at the size of it. How big are you? Hey, kids. How big is he? A big man, that's for sure. Hey, man. Come on, look at the size of this fella. Offer the man a proper drink, oh. right? <laughs> you little fucker. Is the big fella not coming with us? No, he's minding the car. What do you think we are? Thieves? I oh, know, nothing like that, Mr. O'Neill. He just likes looking after cows. Yeah, dags. Do you like dags? Dags. What? Yeah, dags. Dags? Do you like dags? Oh, dogs. Sure. I like dags. I like caravans more. So Brad Pitt with his pikey accent was mm-hmm. really funny for me. And also, I also liked his one-punch thing that he had going on. I really liked it. It, it, it was actually... The, his character was mm-hmm. actually one of the... Literally, the only character I do something believable. The thing is, they put him in a ring with like a 200 pound guy, and then this scrawny guy (laughs) who shoves him down, and they do a tiger sound like, and then he's knocked him out. Like, no. I kind of like that non realism that they had going on, actually. It actually worked for me. Kind of. Yes. Mm. You're so neutral to eat. I know, I just I say I love it so much. (laughs) But that is literally me. Another thing that Jason Statham had going on Mm. was he would say, Zijamas. No, but Shasha, in the whole movie, that joke irritated me the most. I hated that Zijamas thing. It made me laugh. <laughs> I didn't like it. Why? Like the Germans are coming for you. Why? I didn't like. They were way cooler jokes throughout the thing. They like I can listen to jokes, but it was like, it was uh, a comeback. Something that kept recurring that actually made me, it amused me. Like why did you know one of Z-Germans? the like very <laughs> small? Because there was a lot of humor throughout the thing. But one of the small humorous things I liked was the twin, the, the twins, the, the scene of the twins. Oh, the, and because the like, first you're seeing one, yes, and then she's like, yeah, dad, you told us. <laughs> and then someone is like bending next to her and then she stands up and is still talking like, like, go get this guy, that tooth, that tooth guy. Mm. And he's like, 
yeah, yeah dad you, you told, told us <laughs> and you're like shocked it was very hilarious because now it's, they look literally the same person <laughs> it was so funny it's actually now, one too many characters like i keep thinking we're going on and on about scenes without giving them um, uh, base, a, some like, groundwork ground yeah. for someone to understand true, what we're talking true, about. True, true, true. But exp- we, we really should give some baseline. Now, for example, now let's talk about Jason Statham's mm-hmm. boss. Mm-hmm. Talk about him, like, give him a, a, a background and how he's such an asshole and then we get into those pigs. Okay. <laughs> you remember, how can I, I can describe him probably from this scene when he was talking about, he, he meets these black guys for the first time. Yeah. And he's asking them, "Do you know who I am?" And one of them is like, "I know." And this guy is panicking, mm. and the dudes are like, "Who the hell is he?" Mm. And then he describes to them, "Like, do you know what a nemesis is?" <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, he's like, uh, "Okay." He says a lot of stuff, and then he's like, "And the nemesis is that person who comes for you. He's a horrible cunt, basically." <laughs> and in this scenario, that's me, but that is him. And the nemesis. That nemesis. That guy was. Horrible. <laughs> so anyway, he's the type of dude who walks into a place and you just run out, mm-hmm. literally. But he had a lot of connections in the wrestling world who he yeah. needed to, like, probably as deals with them. Mm-hmm. Probably he's telling them this game is going to go like this, and you're going to win a lot of money. Probably so his way of paying them. You never know. Yeah. Yes. And then of course he's that villain who owns a piggery that literally feeds dead bodies mm-hmm. to a piggery. And my favorite scene of his is when he's describing how to get rid of a dead body. He's <laughs> like, don't carry him whole. That's not <laughs> how you get rid of a body. He's like, first of all, cut it into six pieces and stack them up. Then he's like, the next thing, like, you're not going to keep it in your freezer for your mom to rediscover <laughs> in a month or two. You know, people do that in movies all that time. Yes, like, this is stupid. And then they find it anyway. And then there's oh, DNA. And then, there's what, and then it's like, it's like, no, 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 no. It's like, you've heard of pigs. Like, beware of people who own piggeries. Because it's like, first of all, the way you do it, get rid of the teeth and shave the head. Because, oh, you feel sorry for your pig, your man-eating pig. <laughs> Then it's like the next thing, make sure you starve them for a few days. Mm. And then when you give them the meat, you can finish one whole body in one setting if you have 16 hungry pigs. You're always going to have problems lifting a body in one piece. Apparently, the best thing to do is cut up a corpse into six pieces and pile it all together. Would someone mind telling me? Who are you? And when you've got your six pieces, you've got to get rid of them. Because it's no good leaving it in a deep freeze for your mum to discover now, is it? Then I hear the best thing to do is feed them to pigs. You've got to starve the pigs for a few days. Then the sight of a chopped up body will look like curry to a piss head. You need at least 16 pigs to finish the job in one setting. So be wary of any man who keeps a pig farm. They will go through a body that weighs 200 pounds in about eight minutes. That means that a single pig can consume two pounds of uncooked flesh every minute. Hence the expression, as greedy as a pig. Mm -hmm. Like, 
someone who literally <laughs> talks about this <laughs> casually. So casually. Yes, now you understand who we are talking about. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Those guys just got like they freaked out. They knew <laughs> what they were dealing with was yeah. really, really mm-hmm. bad. Right, no. Now another another scene that I like mm-hmm. was the dogs chasing the rabbit. Did you care for that scene? Shasha. Like I was waiting for you to ask me what my favorite scene <laughs> in the whole thing was. Yes. And that was the dogs chasing the hair. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. It was so I cool. Was, it, it was one of the moments where I was actually worried for someone <laughs> something that was like the which was the rabbit. And it please outrun them and you're like, wow, it's so cool. But then you know at the same time they're playing out these guys chasing that fat guy. His name was um what was his name again? I forgot his name. He had a very African American name. It was called Tyrone. Yeah. Tyrone, yes. Tyrone is the guy who these black dudes use as their getaway plan. Yes. And this getaway dude is the fattest dude you've ever seen. Literally. So even one of the black guys is like, um, it's like, I thought you said he was a getaway driver. I'm like, what the fuck can he get away from? (laughs) Because he was in a leather jacket and I tell him like, get out and like, look if the parking is okay. Mm -hmm. And he takes like, 15 minutes, 15 minutes that squeaky little like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> it was just hilarious <laughs> but he was smart by mistake like when they were trying to escape from the bookie place after this chick had lined on him mm. and then instead of kicking the door in they're kicking, trying to kick it out <laughs> and he's like he comes in and just opens the door one literally one of the reasons why I thought he was smart mm. is when he kept in the beginning when they were just going to rob and mm-hmm. then they kept saying we're just going to rob a case and then they're going to give us ten thousand uh-huh. dollars and he's like but what's in the case <laughs> how could have none of them asked them like, like what's in, in the, the case, case? <laughs> <laughs> the shasha, once you know there's value you're like we don't care this shit if someone is locking it on their hands there's definitely something worth going for <laughs> those black guys were those black guys daft, daft. <laughs> really daft it was so funny <laughs> But so many people were duffed in this yeah, whole film. Definitely, definitely. I like how they all intertwined <laughs> at the end with all their duftness. Is there any other scene that stood out for you? Mm-hmm. There's so many. Basically, actually, it's a movie full of epic, epic scenes. Epic scene yeah, that is true. Everywhere, it's really just that, <laughs> and you have to, and that's very guy rich. I would mm-hmm. say you really mm-hmm. should watch the other movies, between Lockstock and Thingy. You've Rock watched Lockstock and, Rock. and I've Thingy. watched Lockstock. Haven't you watched Rock and Roll? Uh-huh. Which I some people, do you know one thing I've noticed? Like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. the first movie. The first Guy Ritchie movie someone watches yeah. ends up being their favorite. Yeah, ends up so being people favorite. who watch Rock and Roll are saying Rock and Roll is their favorite yeah. because it's the first one that I watched. Yeah, because uh-huh. they all have that style. His current movies are things not to oh, scream Shasha, about. There is something I wanted to tell you. You're yes. going to laugh. What? So I had in April last year, 2016. Mm. There's a network that signed a deal. They're going to release a series based on this movie snatch or snatch yes and so i look at the thing and then they're like oh and then this celebrity rupert grint is going to be the executive producer and he's also going to star in it 
Mm. And I'm like, wait, who's Rupert Green? I don't even know. <laughs> Joanna, are you serious? And then I, I recognized it, it as soon as you said the name. And this dude in Harry Potter. <laughs> it's Ron Weasley. I'm like, shit. Like, this is so hopeless. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. That is definitely a no watch. Like, no one is going to watch that for sure. Joanna, give things a chance. No. <laughs> like, no. Anyway, mm-hmm. can we go on to some bad things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, one of the reasons why this film doesn't over... Uh-huh. Yes. He really bombards us with characters. Yeah. It's not even... It's bombardment. Yes. What because he does. if you watch it once, you won't understand what's going on. Because they're talking about yes. so-and-so and this one and that, and everyone is so intertwined. You're like, who the hell is who? Again, Until you watch it like three times, then you actually understand the whole chain of events properly afterwards. Yes. I get that, but then it... One of the things I like about movies, myself, mm. what moves me with a movie is mm. when I get a character and actually give a shit about what's, what's going, going on. on yeah, yeah. Now the problem is he bombards us with so many characters uh-huh. that I hardly care about any of them, and even the payoff at the end is barely. There's so much energy in this film, but the payoff is minimal. But I don't that's get what I like. The no, payoff but that's, is little. That's why I, because mm. it was so unexpected. Like, they're literally, at the end, mm. Jason Statham's character is going to look for Brad Pitt's character because they were in so much shit and Brad Pitt's character saved his life and yes. then they've disappeared. And he's there. And the freaking dog which swallowed the diamond just runs around. Like, that is something you didn't expect to happen. Yes. And that's what I like about it. You know? And everything you describe mm. is chance. Mm-hmm. So everything just happens by chance. Which is cool. Which I didn't embrace. I like, And I like that at the end, it even ends up with a guy who stressed himself so much. Avi. <laughs> because he I goes know. to the Jewish guy and they're like, oh, do you know anyone who would be interested after they've taken their pet to the vet and find it has a... 86 carat diamond in its tummy and then the Jewish guy looks at them like yeah I know someone who'd be interested and these are guys who have been sweating for this diamond for like the <laughs> past the six months I get that but just characterization was th- the way he introduces the character you get eager to know about them but you don't no but that's the thing there's a thin line because I also don't like movies that try to take us into a history. I don't like a history people. on yes. people. Yes. But I just like to feel compelled about... That's why I said I like Brad Pitt. Mm. I liked his story. Were they taking us way back with him? Oh, no, but, but we knew like, he loved his cared mom. about yes. where he would go. Yes, yes. So, the, like, the, who was the lead? Who would you see as the lead in this film? The lead in the film was definitely Brad Pitt, I think. Because more he, than Jason, Jason Statham, who was narrating the thing. Yes, he was narrating. He was in a lot of trouble, but he was also on one side of the story. You understand? But and we also don't know as aside from wait, we went to his house like once. Mm. They showed us that scene in his house like once. But the only person they actually showed his surrounding and life about was Brad, was Pitt. Brad Pitt, and he was the one whose moves were going to influence what was happening. Basically, mm-hmm. you understand? True. True. true everything well, he did I, then maybe that was everyone. a good thing that i actually cared about the lead yes. if that's if, if in your narrative mm. the way you saw it mm. then he's the lead he's the most lead. people look at jason statham as, as the lead. lead yeah because he's the narrator and all that but mm. sometimes you get surprised anyway so 
the thing I wanted to talk about also mm. is that audiences resonated with this movie a lot. If you look at, for example, um, what's that? Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. 93% was the score that the audiences gave it. <laughs> as opposed to the critics who gave it only 73%. But that's still not bad. That's not bad, but you when there's a huge gap i think there's a problem usually and if you notice most of the critics like to have like a one-sided a lopsided opinion about certain <laughs> actors certain directors because they even looked at that lock stock and two smoking barrels they also gave it low ratings about 76 <laughs> percent really yes and yet these are classics things that have cult following so you wonder why sometimes but don't you like being part things. of the cult i love being part of the cult yeah yes. so Screw critics. Yeah, screw critics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they hate certain types of people. Mm. They hate change. But anyway, this has been uh, Cinema Red Pill. <laughs> you just, uh, thanks for listening. I've been here with Joanna. Joanna. Yes, my sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think our accents are that much the same, by the way. No, but you first wait <laughs> while you're editing. You will tell me I about know, this. I said, I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you have any feedback, please email me at Charn at Cinema Red Pill. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>